You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's about a 32-hour flight when you factor in That is not that is not accurate. I'm, no, it I'm is pretty a, sure it's not accurate. No, it is. I mean, when you when you have to travel that way, when you have to travel west across the Pacific, that's a 32-hour flight. You really think I'm this stupid? Yeah, it's about no, it's about 32 it's hours. Not 32 you cross hours. the dateline. You cross a dateline. It's a 32-hour flight. Your explanation is making no, no sense. No, think about You're it. When you cross the dateline, the way that the sun circles it, the way that we circle the sun it, with the date line is a 32-hour flight. A 30- you're, in the, you're in the air for 32 hours. Yeah, I bet Actual that's Actual exactly time is. is a little bit different when you get down there. I'll have to explain this to you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to you uh, today here on this show. We've got some fine guests that are going to be joining us. And it's been a while since they've been on. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm excited to see them both. They're friends Me too. of ours. Yes. It is Aaron Duran and his lovely wife, Jen. And the lovely Jen. And the lovely Jen. And they just got back from Japan, where they've been for, I don't know, forever. They've yeah. been there for a while. It seems like they've been there for a while. I honestly have never been interested in actually traveling to Japan until I started to see all the cool things that they were doing there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that looks like a magical place. I want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. It looks amazing. I never, I think, fully understood how cool Japan was. Well, and we're going to talk all about that with them, and I've, I've got a couple of things to get to. Before we get right into this, uh, though, I do want to say something very important, breaking news. It's just been revealed the best way. This is breaking news. It's just been found out. This Scientists have studied this, and we've got breaking news on this. Scientists have discovered that the best way to shop online is to go to funemploymentradio.com. Top scientists agree. And then click on the Amazon link. Mm-hmm. I mean, they seem to all be in agreement. Four out of five dentists do too. Well, yeah, but a fifth of dentists are, you know, crazy people, so I you know, don't count right? them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it seems like top scientists have agreed that going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link is the best way to do online shopping. So I guess we've settled that. We have. Now, you know, thanks to the world of science. Science has proven it. So, it is. So, I mean, you can't argue against science. Yes, absolutely. So there we go. So now now everybody knows. We just want to get that breaking news out to you. You'll see it all over uh, news sites okay, later on. You're going too far. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right. But um, no, what I was saying, though, is I know you're, you're saying that you've never really had a desire to go to Japan before, right? No, no. I'd never really had – I like um, one of my dear friends, Kelsey, you know, who's a flight attendant, mm-hmm. she uh, loves Japan. Ever since I've known her, we've been friends for years and years and she's always – you know, been obsessed with it and loved yeah. it so much, and I never really understood the draw of it. Uh-huh. But now, after seeing the, uh, after seeing like how crazy yeah. that place looks, like I totally want to go there. Well, I mean, did you not think it would look crazy? I don't know. It just never. This? I it just never really appealed to me. Okay. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. But now that I've seen like what it has to offer, like robot restaurants and oh yeah. All kinds of like crazy shit. It just seems seems like a magical land. Yeah, I think Tokyo would be great. I would love to go to Tokyo. Um, it just doesn't look I've, real. I've never been to Asia myself. Like I've, I've been to Europe, but not Asia. Mm-hmm. So I've never gone that way. So I, I would love to make it over there just to check it all out. Um, but yeah, it is a 32-hour flight, though. That's what I was talking about with the dateline. The way that How changes. stupid do you think that I <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe I could get you for a little bit. Well, you do lose time, though, because you do ever go over the dateline. That's so true, because I, I saw them. They were posting from the future. From, See, these are the yeah. facts that I can I can provide to you when it comes up comes to that kind of stuff. I don't know. You already blew it on the first fact, though. I'm thirty-two hour flight. No, it's not a thirty-two prove, hour flight. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I actually just looked it up, and it's a thirteen hour flight. 
see, but with the date line, with the 24 hours for the date, no. it actually works out to be more like 35. That's okay. about how time works. That's about how that works out. Mm-hmm. And 37, 35 kind that of That is a long time to be on a plane, though, 13 hours. I don't think you can handle 13 hours on a flight. To be honest, I mean, you're afraid of flying as it is. I don't think I don't think you could. I don't think you would handle. I think you'd be able flight. to handle it. Mm. I mean, I think it would be. I mean, it's a long time. That is a long time. That's a long time on a plane. What's Being, the longest flight that you've been on? Um, I flew from Portland to Frankfurt. I think that was like eight hour, an eight hour flight, maybe. I've been on a nine Something hour like flight. I, I honestly don't remember exactly how long it was. It was it was quite a long time on a plane because it was direct from Portland to Frankfurt. Mm. So, yeah, maybe it was an eight-hour flight. So it was my mems from Seattle to uh, to London, and that yeah. was a nine-hour flight. It was a nine-hour flight there and then like a six-hour flight back. It was so weird. Oh, that was a nine-hour flight. Okay, then, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe mine was longer than that then if it was going to, from Portland to Frankfurt. So maybe maybe it was like eight to ten hours. I don't know. Yeah, but it was fine with me. I like being on planes, though. I enjoy it. Yeah, I know. I You're one of those time. annoying people that like sleeps on planes. Oh, yeah. If it's an eight to ten-hour flight, that means I can watch – Two to three movies. I get plenty of sleep because I'll sleep for most of it. Have a couple meals. That's nice and relaxing. The one thing that was cool about the long flight was I had – it was a double-decker plane. Like I've never a, been on that. There was like an upstairs. And they called really? it the bubble, which I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't clear because I was like, okay, well, if I'm flying in a bubble, that's kind of cool. But it's like a – it was an upstairs, like a spiral staircase and uh-huh. you go upstairs and it's just like seating on top of – was it was it more seating, like paid seating, or was it like yeah, a lounge? Yeah, it was just regular – no, it was just regular seating. Oh. But it was more paid seating. It was like a double-decker plane. Okay. Well, So that made it kind of cool. I mean, but there weren't any – Yeah, but what's up there? There wasn't like just a lounge more, or – No, just – Like some guy playing piano or something? There was no piano playing okay. guy. That right. was – I believe it was Jet – was it Jet Blue? No, it was Virgin that I flew back on. That's what it was. It was mm. uh, Virgin. That's the one and only time I've ever flown on it. It was amazing. Yeah. They give you like socks and – Eye masks and all sorts of treats. The, uh, Lufthansa did that too. Mm. Lufthansa was the one I took to Frankfurt, and yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, they treated you like you were in first class, even though I was in, you know, with the the plebeians in the back. Mm. But it was it was awesome. No, I think that I would totally be able to handle if it was like a. But you're already afraid of flying anyway. Yeah, but I'm afraid of flying on like rinky dinky like shitty planes that we fly on a lot. Mm, yeah, like but the cheapo you're going to be over the ocean, like way out over the ocean. But that's what those planes are built to be able to do is to fly it for that great of length. I mean, I hope that, you know, someone puts in enough gas. Yeah. That's always Well, what fear. if somebody slips up and forgets to put all the oh, gas in? Mind. I mean, that, that's possible. Okay, that's enough. What if enough. it's a bad gas meter? That's enough of that. And, and so, you know, you're out there over the middle of the ocean. Well, this is the thing, though. We're bringing this up because, you know, we are taking Fun Employment Radio on the road, not to Japan yet. Not going that far oh, uh, yet. Going to Japan would be awesome. That for would fun be employment radio. that would be great if somebody wants to sponsor a trip for Fun Employment Radio to Japan. That would be wonderful. We would be all on board with that. But right now, we are taking the show on the road to Hawaii, which I have never been to Hawaii. I'm really excited about going. Um, I study up on a lot on Hawaii, and uh, we're going there in well less than well, oh I guess God. like three weeks. In three weeks. three weeks, basically. Yeah, we will be. How is that even possible? Uh, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty damn soon. But the thing is, though, this is also a long flight over a lot of ocean. I know, and I am, I'm terrified of flying to Hawaii. Like, how are you going to handle this, Sarah? So let's let's put this online for first time listeners of Fun Employment Radio. And I'm sure we have a lot of people out there that are like this that are afraid of flying. And Sarah is one of those people who is very, very much afraid. I'm very afraid. You are of the flying. B. A. Baracus of uh, of the Fun Employment Radio network. I think is what what you would have to be. What in does that, that situation. even mean? You don't know what the B. Is that from the? What do you think B.A. Baracus is from? The A-team? Yes, it is. Okay. Who, who, which I, one is he? The white guy? No, no, he's not, actually. Ironically, you look nothing like him. I, Ice-T, or uh, what's his name? Mr. Ice-T? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yes, Ice T from the A team. <laughs> that's that's who. That's who you are, Mr. Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. T. Okay. Ba Baracus is is yeah. I mean, the white guy. There's it's almost all white guys. There's only one. I was black thinking it was guy. the old white. There's guy only who one guy who's not like, white. With the cigar. <laughs> that's what I was picturing. They're all white except for one person. <laughs> So <laughs> Ben Baracus is afraid of flying. That's the thing. They always have to knock him out to get him onto a plane or yeah. a helicopter. So that's that's where the reference was. But <laughs> you know that iced tea from the A team. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so this is why I'm a little bit nervous though with this flight with you on how you're going to handle this. Because I am. I am. Really, are you going to freak out? Because I don't want this to be like an incident. I'm not going to be. Start, Greg, don't start that. Do what? not start that. Don't don't go down that line with me, please. What? I'm not going down. No, what line? don't what do line? that. That's just don't do that. What? That you're going to freak yeah, out? Yeah, don't do that. Don't okay. talk about that. All right. No. Is that a serious concern? Seriously. Yeah, I don't. Don't talk about that. Okay. No, All right. That's, that's. Do you not think that that's a, like my super anxious fear? That's like my biggest fear. What that you're going to? No. Cause? Yes. Yes. Oh man! Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was actually a legitimate. Fear. No, that's not funny. Uh uh-uh. uh. I th- I thought you were worried about outside circumstances. No, you're worried about yourself. Yes, that what that's what it's like fucking living with anxiety. You're okay. Always... I'm not. Well, hold up. I'm okay. not. I'm not making fun of your anxiety. I know you're not. I know you're not. But I'm telling you, this is what it's like. I, you've always been very supportive. But I'm saying, like, that's the inner struggle. You always feel, at least for me, I always feel like I'm on the brink of being crazy. That's okay. what it feels like. It's a it's an uncomfortable feeling. It's all day, most most days, all the time, mm-hmm. where you feel like you're just trying to maintain some sort of control, and then having, yeah, and then thinking about that stuff and putting it out there, like it's just it's too much. I can't I can't go down that path. Okay, or else I'm gonna spaz out. Okay. I don't want to spaz because that's what that's my fear. Like, and you you saying like verbalizing my fear. It's going to make me paranoid. Okay. I don't know what to say to you right now. I'm going to drink a lot of vodka. See, this doesn't seem like the right way to handle <laughs> That's that. That's the only way that it's, e- it's ever worked for me. I've had prescription medication for my anxiety for flying, and all it did was it just uh, – I kind of mentally worked through it to where it was supposed to, like, knock me out. And okay. instead, I just was a crazy person because I was supposed to be knocked out, but then I was still awake, so I was like – Drugs. Okay, well, how about we do this then? Awake. To help you get through that, I've got an idea. Okay. You know, you can drink a lot of vodka, but why don't we, while we're doing this, since we are going on the road for Fun Employment Radio, um, why don't we on the plane, we can talk to people on the plane and we can give them like, you know, quick facts about Hawaii and like get them prepared. Talking for to being people there. on the plane might make me feel better because I know that, because we honestly, like, we're not even exaggerating. We have probably about 25 other friends on the same flight as us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm talking about talking to strangers. Strangers. Yeah. No, I mean walking around. So we're gonna we're gonna work this out. We're gonna help you with your anxiety. Okay. We're gonna help you get through that. And then the way that uh, we're gonna do this is we also have to do something for the business for Fun Employment Radio. So what we're gonna do is while we're You're we'll get on the plane, we're gonna walk around. We're gonna be like the tour guides for Hawaii. And we'll walk up and down the plane and be like, hey, how you doing? You know, and we'll interview people and we'll get right in their face. And then you can walk around. You know, you could just keep drinking your vodka and, and you know, you just do you. And, and Honestly, can... that's the only time in, in life that I drink vodka. And, you know, we were talking mm-hmm. to the guys from Broken Lizard and I'm just like, don't drink, I don't drink vodka. But that's the only time that I, that I ever do. 
Okay. On planes. That's the only time Sarah's ever drank vodka in her life. <laughs> yes, on a ever. That's, that's <laughs> no, very believable No, the only time I ever, I ever still do. That's along the lines of my facts. Okay, so, so, uh, so yeah, what, what we can do is go up and down the plane and we can interview people and we can give them facts about Hawaii, like fun trivia do and things like that. Do you have fun trivia facts I do. So here's the thing. Oh, God, are they real? Our, our, friend, uh, our friend Jessica, who's going, has been sending me Hawaii facts um, every day. And I've been explaining to her how those facts are wrong. And I think if we go along on this flight and we can, you know, seed people with basically some, some, new, uh, some new facts about Hawaii, things that they maybe didn't know. So I've got some of them. Like I, I think I, I just sent you some of the questions or some of the facts that she sent me. And then I can tell you why those are wrong. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of reasons. Did you email them to me? Uh, yeah, I just sent them in an email. Okay. I, I copied them. I think I've got them there. Right, sure we're doing this live on the show. This is good. I don't have an email from you. Uh, <laughs> you do. You do. But I'm refreshing and I uh, don't. Look, look at the chat. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, you do. You do. Oh, there we go. It's above. Yeah, All right. You yes. Do. All right. So do you want me to ask you one of them? Uh, sure. Sure. All right. Uh, so what it, so we're going to Kauai. Now that mm-hmm. we've been there. Um, mm-hmm. what is the population of mm. Kauai? No, it's not about the population. That doesn't matter. So, so the thing, the, what they say is uh, two different things about Kauai. So Kauai is um, is one of the islands in, in Hawaii. It's one of the islands you can go to. It's one of actually 10. They don't tell you about the other islands, but it's 10 islands. islands. There's secret islands, uh-huh. but we won't even get into that. That's a different different thing that we can talk about. So the population is about 70,000 that they tell you for Kauai. But here's the thing about Kauai. If you look at the island, it's kind of – it's shaped weird and all the population is around the outside outer edge of the island. Mm. The inner island – is very forested. It's very dark and it's full of caves and different things that people can't see in there. And so what happens is there's these things called the forest people. The forest people live in the old lava tubes and what will happen is every year, and you can look this up on Kauai, people will go missing. And it's a common occurrence, people will go missing. And they'll say like, oh, I don't know, they must have got lost in the woods. But what it is, it's the forest people that will take people into the woods and they hide them down in the lava tubes. Ooh, it's like the others in Lost. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that is, but kind mm. of like that, I guess. And, and then, you know, they, a lot of times, you know, that's how they re- rejuvenate their population of forest people is they kidnap tourists from around the island. So you have to be really careful not to get too close into the forest because at any point you could be snagged by a forest person and they have all those lava tubes underneath there. Ew. So they say 70,000, but really there's another 5,000 that are living in the forests. In the lava tubes? In the lava tubes, yeah. They live down in the lava tubes. Mm. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to be taken by forest people. Well, you got to watch out. For I want to go people. in the forest, though. Well, you got to be careful. They're like magical we'll waterfalls and stuff. I mean, that's the reason why. Yeah, that's part of what they use to lure people in. They made these waterfalls to try to lure tourists in because you go look at that, and then you know they met, let most people go by, but then every now and then they'll snag just one or two, and people don't even notice. Or it's just oh well, they went missing. Oh well, guess we'll go back. The authorities won't look for them. Nobody will do anything about it because they know that they're with the forest people. They just let them – it's like a tithing to the forest people? That's what it right? – I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's just what they do. I'm just giving you facts about Hawaii. So these are things we can tell people, probably kids when we're walking up and down the plane. I think small children, you should talk to them without like clearing it with their parents first. Yeah, no, I'm – Start to tell them about the forest people who are going out to for that. grab them and drag Sometimes them Sometimes they're the called lava, lava people. Lava people might even be a better term, but it's too late. I already said forest people. So yeah, it's the forest people and that's uh, – so that's, that's a fact about, about Kauai. Ooh, our pal Ben is asking me if I'm going to find the hatch. You What's don't even hatch? know what that is. I have no idea what you're talking about. You never watched <laughs> Lost. I never watched Lost. I don't know. 
I, I yeah, I don't know any references. Did from you Lost. see what Keelan just posted in the chat? Okay, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, we do have a live chat going where you can post things in there, post pictures, and uh, Keelan has just post a uh, a combo of uh, of Mr. T and Ice T called Ice Baracus. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um. So yeah. So right. there's a fact. Yeah, and we can tell this to kids on the on the plane. I'm Am trying just, to help you out here. I'm trying to help you. I don't want to talk to you. small children on the plane. Well, I'll do the talking. You stand there and drink vodka. And then we're practicing for Fun Employment Radio. More and more I'm sounding people. like Sweet D on this plane. Well, you've kind of made yourself sound like that. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what, other, what other facts are there? Um, okay, let's. I'll give you another one. <laughs> there's, a, there's a common greeting in Kauai. That people use. So, aloha. Uh, yeah, aloha is one, but in Kauai in particular, there's a different kind of greeting because Hawaii's official state bird is the nene goose. It's any any goose, and that's that's the official state bird of Hawaii. The nene goose. The nene goose, and it's actually the origin of. You may have heard that song that we've talked about before. Oh yeah, the, the... from Silento. Watch me whip. Watch me nene. Well, that's actually where this comes from. That's a Hawaiian greeting. And so that's why, that's why a lot of people were confused by what it was. They thought it was a dance move. It's actually a greeting in Hawaii. So what it happens is you, know, you, you walk up to somebody, and most tourists don't know about it, so it's something you can really do with the locals. And So they won't think I'm a, a howly? Yeah, they won't think you're a howly. And you walk up to like a local, you get kind of close to them. You know, because you want to make it like it's very, it's an intimate thing. Know. And you just kind of whisper to them and say, watch me whip. And then they'll whisper back, watch me nene. It's like a and then secret and, handshake? Yeah, it's like a secret handshake. So just just get up right close to someone, usually behind them, and just say, watch me whip. And then they'll reply, watch me nene. And then you'll have a connection, and they'll be cool with Do you. Do you, like, shake hands or something? You don't shake hands after that. You just walk away. Okay. Just walk away. But it means it's your, say, it's, it's your way of saying, hey, I'm cool, and I respect you. And I respect what's going on here. So on the plane, that's a good way to see, you know, if you if you're talking to somebody who does sound like they're from Hawaii, or, or seems like they're they live there. Maybe they say they live in Hawaii. You can just say, "Watch me whip," and they'll reply ever so softly. Stop Watch saying ever nene. so softly. I, that makes it sound creepier. Watch me nene because it's all about the goose, you know. And they're they're talking about it. Really, it comes down to they used to keep the the geese as pets, uh, these nene geese, and so it's like "Watch me nene," you know, and that's how they would kind of kind of worked out. Over the years, it's kind of gotten corrupted a little bit, but this is one of those things. Wow. I'm sure these are really compelling facts. These are facts. Sure these are Hawaii facts. They're going to help you plane. out. It's going to help you be less uh, less nervous when we're over there. I How mean, are your fake Hawaii facts going to help me feel better? These aren't fake Hawaii facts. These are facts. These are things that you could tell people, you know, that you can, that'll help you out. All right. So now I know the greeting. Mm-hmm. Watch me whip, watch me nae mm-hmm. Um I know about the forest people. I need one more. Can okay. Um... Let me think here. Do you want to know? I could tell you how Kauai got, or how Hawaii got its name. Sure. Because that's actually a common thing. This is another fact you can give people if you want to talk to people to alleviate your anxiety. So when you're when you're on the plane, you know, because this will be a good thing for you is to give out these facts. You know, give out things, talk to people, and um, somebody may ask, like, "Huh, Hawaii? That's such a it's, it's such an you, you know unique name. How did the name Hawaii come about?" And here's actually the origin of it. It's not the native name for the, for the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawaii was a name that was given to it, uh, you know, centuries, probably thousand years ago when you had sailors going by. And so sailors, sailors were going by uh, the islands and they didn't know, you know, there was, uh, there was anybody living there. And they were, they were riding by these islands, you know, on their, 
on their uh, they're they're riding by on their, on their riding by on their ships, on their you ships. know, cruising around. Mm-hmm. They're cruising around, just having a good, you know, whatever good time. They're like, oh my gosh, there's somebody on there. And so what they would do, you know, they didn't know what was happening. They thought maybe they were shipwrecked. They just didn't realize that somebody was living there. And so they would yell out, you know, how are they? How are they? And so somebody would yell back, you know, how are they? And so that's how it came, you know, over the years. It got condensed down into Hawaii. How are the Hawaii? So it's how are the is actually the official name of the island, the how are the islands. And now, but we, we call it Hawaii. That one's actually kind of believable. Oh. That That's one a pretty works. good one. That one works. How are thee? Yeah. How are thee? How are thee? How are thee? And then, you know, and then it was like Hawaii because it was, it was over a long distance. So it was really hard to hear them. God, if you harness some of like, you know, a little bit of your brain power for good. Yeah. You'd do some, some real damage in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, nope, instead I just make up facts about Hawaii. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's just another fact you can have. So there's some things for you to help you out on the on the uh, on the trip. You know that'll make you make you more likable, maybe or, or not more likable, but I mean it'll make you more comfortable. Yes, because you can talk to people about these things. So when you're slugging down your vodkas, you can just look over to the person next to you and just be like, "How are these?" The actual name of the island, you know, and just tell people these things, and that'll that'll make you a lot more comfortable. Well, you thankfully, know, I'm going to be just flanked. whisper, watch me whip to somebody next to you. <laughs> I'm going to be flanked with uh, two friends on either side. So I will give them my, uh, I will give them my Hawaii fact. Yeah, please but Then do. I'll run out of things to talk about because I only have the three. Oh, I'll have more. We can, we can do okay. more. We can do more. Not today, but uh, let's do this up until the, up until we go, we can, we can do some more Hawaii and Kauai facts. Okay. Yeah. I can tell you all kinds oh, of God, things that about seems it. Because like I've done a lot start. of reading up. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this I think this will be good. Mm-hmm. How are they? Okay, that's enough. I shouldn't have given you accolades for that one. No, yeah, well, I mean that's what it is. All right, I got a quick world of crazy. Hello, right. my friends. My name is Sarah Stella, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, Greg, first up, got a story out of Anchorage, Alaska. All right. Where we took Fun Employment Radio on the road about a year and a half ago. We did indeed. Mm-hmm. An Alaska comic book store is now sharing a video after they were robbed, but for a specific reason, because a burglar in a ninja costume Uh-oh. broke into the comic store to steal a katana sword. Oh, crap. Wait, the ninja was trying to steal the sword? The ninja did steal the sword. Oh, boy. Should I start it again? No, it's fine. Okay. I did steal the sword. So this is a uh, so this is a person who was clad in a ninja outfit. The door's unlocked, <laughs> and they were able to videotape it. And he just broke in to steal a single item, which was the katana sword, which clearly he needed for his outfit. So this is in Bosco's Comics, Cards, and Games in Anchorage. Posted a video to YouTube showing the costume burglar walking around the store and then picking up a white katana sword. Grabbing it and then leaving with it. He's not a very good ninja, though. If if the ninja got caught, they're supposed to be sneaky. You're well, not he didn't to even get caught. Them. I mean, that's true. They weren't able to. So it was just on camera, or was there anybody in the store? No, at the time? it was just on camera. It was oh. after. It was at late. It was night. after. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is said uh, that the man did damage the store at the point of entry, but did not specify how the man was able to break into the store. They've been going through inventory to see if anything else was missing, but so far the ninja. Just stole the sword. Boy, that is a little bit... The uh, Anchorage Police Department is investigating the incident. Okay. 
McDonald's is introducing a new burger. Oh, boy. Mm. And it's going to have Nutella on it. Ew. That's kind of good. Nutella is like chocolate, though, right? It's like chocolatey. Isn't it like the butter, like peanut buttery chocolatey? Yeah, but it's chocolate instead of... I mean, I've had it before. It's not really for me. I don't think I would want it on a burger, though. Well, let's see. This is happening uh, in Italy right now. It's this new. It's oh, they love Nutella there. Mm-hmm. So it's combining uh, McDonald's with. The, so they're putting the chocolate on the buns, and then putting the patty between. Them. No, uh-uh. I don't think I'm down with that. No, it's uh, it's described as a soft sweetness has arrived that you will not be able to resist. Try sweetie with Nutella now. Soft bread with a creamy indulgent center. Ew! So it's like stuffed bread, stuffed bun. It's like a chocolate, the Nutella stuffed bun. Okay, now the croissants with Nutella in them, those are good. Those are good because mm. you get like a little dollop of Nutella in the middle of it. Yeah. That's good. Not in a burger. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Not in a burger, though. I mean, maybe they make the burgers different so it could be like sweet and savory kind of. No. <laughs> All right. Greg says no. No. Greg, uh, I do have one more story and then I know that our guests are here. Um, okay. But I wanted to give you a word of advice. So right. there's a new study that's come out. That's a common ingredient that you can eat to make you smell more attractive to women. Oh. Yes, but only if you eat enough of it. So according to science, a new study has proven that eating garlic, a lot of garlic, makes men's body odor smell much more attractive to women. I just kind of don't agree with that. Mm. How How does that help? A study uh, and I love garlic. participients varying amounts of garlic to eat over the course of a week. And uh, see, so they gave one group two cloves of garlic to eat a week, another group four cloves. The women rated the men in terms of attractiveness, pleasantness, intensity, and masculinity. The group that ate four cloves of garlic per week all got much higher marks than the ones who only ate two. So uh, it could be related to the health benefits is what it's speculated. The vegetable is packed full of nutrients and vitamins. It can help fend off colds and can even both uh, boost athletic performance, amongst other things. So the results indicated that the garlic consumption may have positive effects on the pleasure derived from perceived body odor, perhaps due to its health effects. Okay. So there you go. Greg, that's how you can... Well, I'll test this out. Snag yourself someone. Yeah. Just eat. Oh, God. No, you're going to be stinky. Don't eat garlic and then come in here. I'm going to eat a lot of garlic and then so come in garlic. here. So much garlic. So much garlic. All right, well, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. All right, that was good. That was good stuff. Yeah, really, yeah. All right, well, why don't we get uh, Aaron and Jen in here. We'll talk about the 32-hour flight, and we'll, um, yeah, let's talk about Japan. I'm so excited. I'm uh, so am I. about their adventures. Me too. All right, well, let's find out about that. We'll, um, maybe we'll com- compare some facts and see okay. if it's true or not. All right. All right, there we go. All right, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Wait, Hi. One says eat me, one says drink me? It's an Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, one says eat me, one says drink me. Uh, I actually had to buy two pairs of the earrings uh, because there was a pair of eat me earrings and then there was a pair of drink me earrings. And I'm like, well, it absolutely needs to be one of each. So I bought two pairs. It was all good. Oh, those are amazing. (laughs) And so now if you ever lose one, like you have some backups. I already lost one. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. No, I went out uh, for happy hour the first night that I was in uh, Tokyo, and I wore it, and I'm like, this is great. I'm going to wear a pair, and I got home, and I'm like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) One of them's gone. I hate that. We should say really quick, too. Joining us now here on Fun Employment Radio, it is Aaron and Jen. Hello. 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 And uh, about a billion snacks. 
Yeah, as, as we do. <laughs> we brought a lot this time. This, yeah, there is an incredible bounty. I need to take a picture of this, so we're going to post this on this episode. There is a gigantic bounty of foreign treats in front of us. Bounty of a foreign bounty treats of foreign is treats. the best phrase. That is probably the best phrase I've ever come Most up with. Most of in my which, life. once you try these, you're going to be really annoyed they don't sell over here. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it wouldn't be an international trip for me unless I brought shame food back for the show. I, it's so <laughs> awesome. We love it. Every time Jen goes somewhere, we, we end up getting to uh, reap the benefits. <laughs> Of this. So, so you two, let's actually talk about your trip really quick. So, Jen, you went over there first, right? Yeah. So, um, I was in uh, Taipei for work for a week. Okay. And then after that, um, there was a week between when my vacation with Aaron was going to start and when I was done with my job. So, I'm like, okay, well, screw it. I'm just going to go and goof off and, you know, whatever. So, um, I left Taipei. I flew to Shanghai. And I was in Shanghai for a couple of days. I went to um, Shanghai Disneyland, which just opened like six months ago. And that oh, was, so it's a newer oh, wow. thing. It's yeah. brand, brand new. And they actually kind of tailored it specifically for the Chinese market. So that was really cool. And I can you know, totally wax you know, geeky on it. Oh, um, but it was magical. It was really, really magical. Place is huge. Like you have to walk. Okay, so people have complained about California Adventure. Like, oh, my God, it's so far between you know, the different attractions. I'm totally calling shenanigans on that. <laughs> they go to Shanghai or yeah, to Shanghai Disneyland and the walking you walk and walk and walk. Oh my god. And part of that is because they just they wanted to have kind of the open space. It's kind of unique to the Chinese market. It's like, oh, we've got, you know, all this, you know, all this room. Space. Yeah, mm. all this room and <laughs> but everything is just going like they have this Alice in Wonderland garden that you can kind of go through and walk through and you're intended to get lost in it. They also have a Tron ride. So what? wow, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The light cycles. I didn't get. I wasn't in Tokyo, Shanghai, but I've, oh, you I've seen ride on the light I've cycles. Seen the, yeah. I've seen the video of the light cycle ride. Yeah, yeah. Look, go to YouTube, awesome. look it up, and uh, you actually have to climb on them, and you're kind of you know in kind of a forward prone uh, position, and they lock your arms <laughs> in and they lock your legs in. Oh, that's and unnerving. It's outside, and I. I think that there's a loop-de-loop in them. I don't remember oh. off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah, there was, I, attached I, no, to a maybe, loop-de-loop. No, I mean, maybe it wasn't a loop-de-loop, but it was, you know, just kind of lots of turns and barrels <laughs> in. They're like, all right, are you ready to compete? And, you know, I, I don't speak Mandarin, but, I, you know, you can kind of generally get the gist of what's happening. Just yeah. don't derez. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they also have this pirate show that, um, you know, because usually I don't go to the shows when I'm at Disneyland because it's like, eh, okay, I don't care about hearing Winnie the Pooh sing. You know, mm-hmm. Right. What do you do? Who cares? <laughs> but they have a pirate adventure show in, I don't remember what land it was, in uh, Shanghai Disneyland. And, you know, that's kind of like a stage show at the front where they've got people kind of climbing from the rafters and then Jack Sparrow kind of comes in. And, um, like from, you know, like zip lining into the stage and there's combat and people are just kind of climbing up on the ropes. And then, okay, you know, the air tunnel things where, you know, you can kind of like you're floating in air where the, you know, the air is, you know, coming yeah. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Like you kind of floating in air. They had that as part of the show. Whoa. Like the final battle in the show, it between, was not Between a, Sparrow and Barbosa? Yeah, between Sparrow and <laughs> Barbosa. There was no outside. Usually when I see it, it's like there's you're kind of like in a room, like a contained space with the air. There was no contained space. So we've got two actors doing kind of like a sword fight in midair. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I watched this and I'm so glad that I didn't miss it. And I, again, I don't speak, you know, Mandarin other than like, you know, hello, please and thank you. Holy shit. <laughs> These guys are floating in midair and they're kind of going back and forth and tumbling and I have never seen anything like it. Um, 
all of the other Disneylands in the world, you guys totally need to step up your game. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the, the Pirates Ride is even better there. Like, it's, you know, got a good storyline, and you're kind of in this, like, 3D thing, and there's one part where it actually feels like you are surfacing from under the water. <laughs> and you can really kind of feel and look at it, you know, it's like you're surrounded by screens. It's it's kind of it's that astonishingly is... cool. And it doesn't have the end, which is kind of like the rapey pillagey thing that's <laughs> on every other Disney uh, pirate right. ride. Yeah. yeah. You know, totally avoided in this one. So <laughs> every and uh just I don't know, overall they do a really amazing job with this. It's yeah. really, really cool. So Disneyland's everywhere else in the world, step up your game. Oh you're not God. bad, I but will, you can be better. I will say the US Disneyland parks, the rides are faster. Really? Yeah. They seem so to really tone them, they tone them huh. down a little bit more. Well, in Tokyo, in but Tokyo, not in Shanghai. Because Tokyo, they seem really locked in on you being safe. So, like, rides with, like, in Disneyland, they just have the over the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over the lap belt. Tokyo Disney, it's like a car belt. It's like, you are belted in. Wow. And the rides didn't feel as fast. They were still cool, but I was like, okay, Space Mountain back home is faster than this. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. Thunder Mountain is faster than this. Like, everything was just a little bit slower to keep you safer. Weird. So but they made up for it for with nine flavors of churros. They had Wait, nine what? flavors of churros. Okay, at okay so we've gone from Disneyland, <laughs> Shanghai, where uh, where you were at. Is that actually the name of it, or what? Is uh, it? Yeah, Shanghai Disneyland. Okay, and so and then now to the Tokyo Disneyland. So yeah. you flew to Tokyo then and met up with Aaron. Uh, there was a stop in between there also. Okay. <laughs> wow. just did a whole yeah, so, yeah, so I was in Taipei, and Taipei was really magical. I mean, I was working, but at night we got to go to some really amazing dinners. My first night or my first day there. I'd heard about this crazy restaurant. I'm like, I've got to go check this out. It's called Modern Toilet. <gasps> I've had that in World of Crazy. Yeah. But is it like where you drink out of like toilet, like toilet-shaped things and yeah. everything looks like poop? Yeah. So you order like, okay. <laughs> you, okay. So you order your curry. And <laughs> oh, you're eating curry at the <laughs> And it's served in like a porcelain vessel that looks like a toilet bowl. <laughs> Oh, my God. That it's, is so It's kind weird. of mind-blowing. Fortunately, and one of the nice things about it, out of all the novelty restaurants I checked out during this trip, this one was really, really cheap. Like, oh, no. I got out of there for the equivalent of eight bucks. Okay. And I went for the experience. The food wasn't bad. I was, you know, wasn't expecting it to be, you know, earth-shaking. And it was actually, you know, pretty, you know, decent. I had... So how toilet-committed were they? Like, do you sit on <laughs> toilets? Yes. Like, and they serve you things and things that look like toilets? Yes. Oh, my God. That's so random. And <laughs> dessert comes with your meal. And, of course, it's chocolate soft serve. Oh, God. Of course it is. Oh, man. Which, again, wasn't, you know, wasn't too bad. But that was, you know, I'm like, all right, I need to do this. It took me forever to find it. Like the – so on Google it's... Maps, there were two different locations that were labeled for it. And it wasn't either of those spots. And so I'm walking, like, around in circles. <laughs> Does anyone know where the toilet restaurant Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And I found it. It was, like, maybe a block away from the other two locations. And you can't miss it. Like, there's a gigantic 3D, you know, or, you know, toilet outside of the building. And I'm, I'm walking around in circles. I'm like, this is, this is fucking crazy. I cannot miss this. I know that there's a big toilet hanging outside <laughs> oh of the building. God. And finally I found it. <laughs> So that that was really uh, was it popular? Like, is that like a? I'm I'm always curious about that place, you know, because you have talked about it before. Yeah, uh, the modern toilet. Or are you Just, thinking like, is this like where someone goes on their lunch break? Yeah, like, like is this? I don't. I think it, it was mostly tourists. tourists. Okay, I yeah. think it was mostly tourists. All right. Like all the 
novelty places I went to. They were mostly for tourists. I think I got there at a good time because it didn't, you know, it was like five minute wait to get a table. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. And Jen, <laughs> let me just say, Jen is always like very prepared and everything. So she might have given us a little list. So it's a bullet point. <laughs> she, yeah. Everything and, gets a well, welcome, I mean, but welcome, that to my, welcome to my life. <laughs> I, I, I like lists and I thought, you know, maybe in the event that I forget something or if there's a subject no, that might great. kind no, of, you know, pique your interest. It's totally helpful. No, and because you're talking about restaurants, I'm looking at this at Alcatraz restaurant. Yeah. So uh, what this, is what's the, happening there? <laughs> okay. So this is when I got to Tokyo, and in Tokyo they have all these themed restaurants. Like they've got the maid cafes, and they've got the robot restaurant, which we can again yeah. talk oh about. Oh my god, a I want to hear later. about the robot restaurant. Yeah. Yes. Um, but this one, they, they've got a couple of really really dark themed. This one is kind of like a medical experiment gone wrong. And so you go – we actually totally lucked out. Apparently, usually you need a reservation and this is something I went to before Aaron got there. I'm sorry. Aaron missed it. That's all right. Fucking fucking expensive as hell. So you're paying a $5 cover per person just to be in there. And then the drinks are like 10 bucks, and they are watered down as hell. But the atmosphere, it's kind of like eating in a haunted house and you're like in a prison (laughs) cell. Whoa. And they had, you know, like kind of like – They put you in a prison cell? They put you in a prison cell. (laughs) And uh, in order to order drinks, they've got a metal thing that you have to kind of bang against the bars in order to get your service <laughs> attention. Oh, my God. Do they God. actually, like, close the door on you? Like It's, it's open. Okay. Yeah. So uh, one side of it is the bars. Like, we were up on the second floor. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they've got, all of the drinks are just, like, rude and crude. Like, there was one my friend ordered. And they – okay – you know the rabbit uh, dildos where yeah, you yeah. kind of make the funny rotating things? Uh-huh. Mm. So in order to have her drink mixed, they actually brought her a battery-operated rabbit dildo. And so, <laughs> so it shows up and they're like, here, stir your drink. And we're like, oh, oh my God, what the fuck is what this? The fuck? That is the weirdest thing. Then just hand the dildo back? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I told my friend she should have licked it before she handed it back. But oh, she God. Didn't. <laughs> and then my drink was even weirder. I don't remember what it was called, like Happy Come Something, whatever. Wow. <laughs> oh, is that the one so the guy, a, he like jerked it, off the weird thing to make it mix or something? Yeah. What? Okay, so. What is this place? So it's a prison and like a fetish? Yeah, it's like kind of like this crazy thing. ER. The- you just want to go now, don't you? Oh, I want to go. Oh, yeah. I absolutely yeah. want to go. Oh, yeah. It's expensive as hell. Your drinks are weird. I mean, you're paying for the experience. Yeah. yeah. And so my uh, my cocktail, I don't remember what the container for it was, but all of the alcohol was actually in a condom. What? And I'm happy that it wasn't like a, the medicated Luber, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. God. Because yeah. that would have been really, really bad. So what happened is um, he kind of held the condom filled, filled, filled with liquor. Over my drink, and he actually kind of used a scissor and cut the tip. <laughs> and he's kind of pushing the liquid out of the condom into my drink. And in the meantime, he's making masturbation sounds. Oh, <sighs> and the liquor is going into my drink, and I'm just, I'm so weirded out. I and I. Did, and how do you even like? Are you making eye contact? Like I don't. No, know never look him in the eye. You got to start like, over. All right. Yeah, no, and it's just, it's crazy little skinny Japanese guy. And then um, my other friend got a drink where there was like one of the blood bags. And just, you know, taking the blood bag and just kind of pouring it into thing. And again, every single drink, the serving was accompanied by masturbation sounds. Wow. That is so – I mean, I know it's – Who comes up with this stuff? Yeah. I think I have video I can show you guys later. I okay. Definitely, I definitely yeah. have pictures, but this this messed with my head. 
This was just like completely oh, fucked yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And we didn't even intend to go there. Like my friends and I were like, okay, we want another drink. So you weren't even mentally prepared for it. No, 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 no. Uh, so we'd gone to – there's an area uh, near in Shibuya called um, informally Drunkard's Alley where they have all these little bars that – um, if you're lucky, they're about the size of your studio. Whoa. Okay. And so yeah. bartender bar plus, you know, you can fit like maybe six to eight people in there. And that's it. And that's it. And it's stand. You only stand. They don't even put chairs in. Yeah. You only stand. Yeah. Wow. And the drinks are, okay, none of the drinks, unless you're getting, uh, like buying beer from 7-Eleven, nothing's cheap. You're talking about 8 to $10 for a beer. Whoa. That you would pay like maybe 3 to $4 yeah. for here in the U.S. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so we went to Drunkard's Alley. We're trying to figure out what do we do next? And we found, oh, hey, this lounge. This looks kind of, you know, fun and cheap and great. Couldn't find that lounge, but then we found the medical ER place on the in the meantime, we're like, yeah, let's try this. What the hell? It's supposed to only be reservations, but maybe we can get in. And we got in and I'm still not sure how I feel about that. I know. <laughs> yeah. You too. Drun- Jen's face is like oh. Drunkard's Alley is like, you know, well, you know, the shack at Landmark, mm-hmm. the shed. Uh-huh. So imagine that. But there's 20 of them in this alley, and they're shoved inside the buildings. Wow! Like that—that's what it's like. Oh my god! That's what Drunkard's Alley's like. And it's, are the streets all like a lot narrower, or does it just they're, look like they're main, they're main streets? Like they're, <clears throat> the main streets in Tokyo are all like four and six lanes. They're mm-hmm. huge. The thing is that all they then have are side streets that are maybe the size of like one regular car can go through. Mm-hmm. So it's just alleyways. They're just a- Yeah, and then there's alleyways, but there's dozens of businesses in every one of those things. Wow. And homes. And homeless? No, homes. Oh, I, didn't homes. See, I didn't see any homeless, actually. I don't know what they do with them. Yeah. They've got to have them. I don't yeah. know what they do with them. Yeah. I think I saw one. Uh, I saw one. Yeah, I saw one person. And I saw one person. I couldn't tell if it was a, a homeless crazy person like Portland style uh-huh. or just a dude who was dressing like a wizard towing stuffed animals around. Yeah, it could go either way, I <laughs> yeah. suppose. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> well, and you guys stayed – so I know that you stayed a bunch of places, Jen, but when you guys stayed together, you <laughs> – did you have to share a twin bed? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Well, we didn't have to. They well, did give did. a mattress to go on the floor also, like a pad, and it just was super uncomfortable. So we thought, let's try it one night, see if we can pull it off. <laughs> so my did. head on one side, his head on the other. I had no idea that this was possible, that I would be comfortable sleeping, so share, sharing a to twin toe? bed. Yeah. yeah. So was this an Airbnb or this was a This was hotel? an Airbnb. Okay. Yeah. yeah, or Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. All the hotel rooms in uh, Japan, though, usually it is like a single twin bed or it's double twin beds. We stayed we, – we did kind of a spur of the moment. We upgraded or we used a hotel out at the Disneyland Resort because we wanted to stay for both days. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the train – the hour train back to Shibuya and then coming back the next day for Disneyland again, it's like, all right, spur of the moment. Fuck it. Let's see if we can get a hotel room. We got one. We got upgraded. So we had four twin beds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most uh, – I guess like most married people, like they still don't sleep in the same beds. Oh, wow. And it started off as like kind of like a cultural thing. Uh-huh. Like they still have separate beds and whatnot. It's rare to see like kings and queens. Mm-hmm. That's luxurious. Usually like high up, you know, like celebrities do that. But we looked into it. The main reason why is like so many of the people in Japan, and mainly the men, are what they call salarymen. They, they work like what, 12 hours a day yeah. at least. Mm. So they'll come home and like the wife is already like dinner's like done. His dinner's waiting for him and she's been in bed for two hours. So instead of disturbing her, he just crawls into his own bed. There would be oh. the same bedroom but different beds. Okay. Okay, I had no idea. That's interesting. Yeah. Weird. So that so you're staying in this place. You've got you got the two or one twin. Yeah. That you're, that you're having our to sleep Airbnb on. was, was smaller than this studio. 
So is this somebody's apartment or how does that work for an Airbnb or is it just a room in their house or it, it was somebody's apartment? Somebody's, somebody's apartment. apartment. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that um, a lot of there were a lot of Airbnbs in this hotel. Oh yeah, or yeah. in this uh, apartment complex because yeah. people are coming and going like, yeah, you don't live here. Yeah, there was there was a lot of Westerners or Europeans coming out of the place, the apartment complex we were in. Okay. okay. Like it was maybe only a third Japanese people or Asian people we saw coming in and out of this building. Yeah, I was going to ask. So, I mean, like, a, what was the comparison between, like, actual, you know, people that lived there uh, and to tourists? Were there a lot of other Americans? No, a lot of Australians. A lot of Australians. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. A lot of Australians I saw. Yeah, we uh, didn't really talk to anyone. No, not really. Mm. Yeah, we just kind of did our own thing. Uh, a lot of Russians who get very confused. <laughs> because you can get by by speaking. Almost everyone in Japan speaks English. Oh, really? Because it's such an international business language. Because so much business is done. See, that was, like, I think, one of the English things is the international me. business language. Okay. Like, it just is. So you can get by without speaking Japanese. Like, learn it if you're going to be there a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I started to pick up certain phrases. Like, Gen Z, much better at it. Um, but we would run into a few Russian people. Because in Japan, if you can speak English or what, Mandarin? Yeah, if you can speak mostly uh, Japanese or well, English, yeah. but um, Korean or uh, Mandarin. Yeah, but then poor Russians. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> just out of luck. <laughs> and, and the language is like so different. Like there's no comparison. They just, yeah. uh, you know, so. Wow. Oh, and you did find so, a – oh, I wanted to get to the treats though, Greg. <laughs> oh, we do need to get to the treats. Yes. You're right. I thought that you'd want to get to the treats. No, I do want to get to the treats. OK. Well, yeah, maybe let's – maybe we should do some of the treats because I want to hear about Disneyland though and the churros and – I can just run down really quick. OK. OK. So there was – I mean there was the regular churros and they weren't in like <laughs> – This is at Disneyland Tokyo? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no, uh, and Actually, Disneyland – between Disney Sea and uh, Disney Tokyo. Yeah. Disney okay. Sea is another park. It's kind of like California Adventure. Like it's two – they're in the same area but they're different official parks. Gotcha. Okay. Disney Sea like SEA? Yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's, it's steampunk Disneyland. It was fucking amazing. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. The, the theme of Disney Sea is every area of Disney Sea is like a port. So there's like basically like Venice Town – and, you know, New York during the 1930s. What? Oh, cool. Um, there's one thing. It's called, like, Island of Mystery. It is literally H.G. Wells Park. It's, like, <laughs> 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which that ride is dope as hell. Um, Whoa. The New York area, it's, like, New York during the 1930s. They have a ship called, I think it's called the USS United States. <laughs> and inside is the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. I don't know if you guys saw oh, me post Oh, I saw it. you post a picture of this. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It is this gorgeous flat out bar. Also, there's drinking everywhere in Disney Sea. Yeah. <laughs> and the drinks were cheaper than they were in the city. No yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the Taylor's awesome. Lounge, like everything <gasps> is like high back leather chairs, wood carved bars, giant bears, and everywhere are just painted portraits of Teddy Roosevelt in different aspects of his life. Weird. Why? Because it's the America side. Yeah. It's the America part. But it's just picking Teddy Roosevelt out of everything and making an entire bar out of it. Well, I, mean, I guess if you're going to pick – He's a fascinating pick, character. If you're going to pick one American president in history and kind of lock it in as like adventure, yeah. it's uh-huh. him. Yeah. yeah. This true. Is the dude yeah, used, true. This is the dude that used to leave the White House for a week at a time and literally leave a note saying, went camping. Right. <laughs> like yeah. he, they, he would piss off his staff because like, where'd Teddy go? The woods. Yeah. Fuck. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, See, there was I would go to that bar every Aladdin. day here. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, there was also kind of a whole Aladdin. So you have the marketplace at Agrabah. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. yeah. And Man. they don't do pin. I'm a huge pin trader, like mm. the Disney pin trading. And they don't do pin trading in Tokyo at all. And uh, the reasons for it are a little bit muddy to me. But you can get pins in Disneyland and Disney Sea. 
they've got these carnival games that you play. So if you win and earn one, one of them, you get a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. If you lose, you get one of the pins, and they change the pins out seasonally, like every couple of months. So I just missed Are you the talking Halloween about pins, like, pin, like pin yeah. On? yeah, yeah, like yeah. pins. And so I played to lose, and I got a whole bunch of you know, kind of commemorative <laughs> pins, which was really. I really kind of awesome. I got a giant Donald Duck. I won. Yeah, I was kind of. Annoyed. <laughs> Did you bring it with you? <laughs> like no. <pins. laughs> so okay, uh, before we go to snacks, I'll, I'll do the quick rundown. The regular flavored churros, like they're just the cinnamon ones, which are still uh-huh. great. Then they had chocolate ones. Nice. Uh, then they had ones called uh, Cafe Ole, which is like a coffee and cream one. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, which was amazing. They had strawberry churros. They had coconut cream churros. Ooh. They had a hazelnut. Churro, oh, that's the one I'd go for. The and then the other one that really—it's not. That's the least favorite one. (laughs) Oh, it wasn't very good. The one that blew me away, and I wasn't ready for it on the first bite. I was like, but then I'm like, oh no, this is really good. Because when you think churro, you think like sweet, yummy dessert, Mm. Uh and it calls itself sweet potato churro. So I thought, oh, this will be kind of like a pumpkin pie, sweet potato kind of thing. It's not. (laughs) It's like if you made, um, it's like if you made chicken soup with sweet potato dumplings. So that's what it tastes like. So I took the first bite and went, oh, what the hell is? Oh, it's really good. Mm. <laughs> and no, it's it's like you had like the most like rich, like heavy chicken soup broth with like sweet potatoes in it. That's what it tastes Weird. like. That's confusing. It, the first it bite, so your brain, because your so brain's good. all like, churros are sweet. They're sweet. And you go, mm. this is not sweet at all. This is chicken. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, I saw uh, one of you posted, what was the, it was like a purple latte. Oh, it's this I was so there. confused by that. I, I couldn't it's, even make any sense. So one of these Kit Kats is sweet potato. It's purple sweet potato. It's a potato okay, only barley? from. Okay, well, let's one. talk about these snacks that we have before us here. Yeah. Because we've got a bunch of things to look at of strange. Okay. This is first. I'm, I'm holding, for those of you not <laughs> watching in real time, I'm holding up Cheetos Bag of Bones. And this is a special Halloween-themed Cheetos. <laughs> and are they Japan. white? They're white. They are white They're Cheetos. White. Oh my gosh! Uh, can I open Cheetos. this? Yes. I, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a it's a purple bag with white Cheetos. And it's got the cheetah guy. What is whatever his Chester. name is? Chester. Yeah, Chester. You know who Eating it is. It. Yeah. Well, I want to make and sure. And I don't know yeah. what those are like either. Jen won't tell me. So okay. I haven't tried them yet. Either. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We're opening this up. So, so I'm going to try just... them with you at the same time. I wonder if it's like a oh white my God, cheddar. It's white. All right. Pass them over. No, it's not. What is that? It's it's sweet. Yeah, it's like a sweet. You it's know, it's orange. Like, is it orange? Ooh, orange or like pineapple? Is it orange cream? Or like you a pineapple No, you it know those... It tastes like orange cream. Those lemon wafer things you can buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lemon. no, Greg went right back for him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so I, I thought they were foul. Really? It's lemon. I thought they were foul. Oh, yeah, they're lemon. That's what it is. Oh, that's good. It's good. Because it has like a... It's sweet, but then it has the after Cheeto taste. I'd eat that with some Cap'n Crunch. Oh my god! It does taste kind of Captain Crunchy. Yeah, All right, that's weird. What, those are for you though, Greg. Sweet. Wait, <laughs> for both of us? Yes, for both. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, those. Are... Right. That's a lot really of good. That is, that is the weirdest. It's like taste. a le- yeah, like lemon wafer. You're right. That's that's a good analogy yeah. for what this. But then is. it tastes like a Cheeto. That um, at the end it tastes like a Cheeto after you've sucked off all the cheese. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh wow, that is just so strange. Okay. Oh yeah. my god. So these are what we're going to do next. These are the ones. I've had these before. Jen brought these back the last time she was in Tokyo. Okay. And I was lamenting the fact that you can't get them here. So 7-Eleven's a big fucking deal over there. It's fucking amazing. And they're great. They have fresh yeah, that's fruit. that's what you were saying. It's yeah. like, a, like a grocery they're store? They're almost kinda? like mini grocery stores. Okay. Wow. Because there's all... Yeah. So... Because convenience stores are a big deal in almost all of Asia now. The kanbini. Kanbinis. And... Is it just because of lack of space or because everything's so dense there? I don't know why. They just really... They picked up. Yeah, and then but the Seven Elevens over there, a they have fresh food delivered three times a day. 
Like that's, that's how busy that's they are too. Yeah, and, and like the food is decent. Yeah, the instant ramen you can buy at Seven Eleven is better than any ramen you'll buy at a restaurant here in Portland. Wow. So sorry, I know I've said wow like seven hundred times, but it really <laughs> is. I'm just wowed so, by everything. Yeah. These are the corn chips Jen brought back last time. Um, so it's in like a cup. One. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a cup. So the flavors that we have here, there is a cheese one, and then I also have a beef consomme one. Ooh. And. What I like doing is I like taking both of them and throwing them both into a bowl and mixing them up, and that way I have a bite of each kind. Huh. So my, my recommendation – I'm going to try – got to try them separately. Okay. And I'm warning you now, Greg. You will no longer, like, enjoy Doritos after this. These will ruin them for you. Really? Because you, you can't buy them here. Okay. I'm going to try this. Is this one of the swirly ones? It's so, the cheese what, ones. Yeah, they look cheese. kind of like uh, – what's the They look pasta? like a pasta, yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's, oh, my that's God. That's good. Yeah. Here, so let, me, let me see the beef consomme one so Sarah can try that. How does it taste so cheesy? It's, it's magic. Like, these things right. are really fucking I don't know. magical. I, mean, I know the, it's not, one. but it tastes more like real cheese than some of the it other. It does taste like real cheese. Okay. Now oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. That's really strange. That does taste like beef. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like a beef stroganoff kind of thing. Or... So now you try both of them at the same time? Yeah, I try them both at the same time. <laughs> Sorry, everybody who's not us. Yeah. This is really amazing. All right. It's like Cheesy Hamburger Helper. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Whoa. Okay, Weird. That's unreal. So, seriously, America 7-Eleven, like, please, for the love of God, bring these here. Step oh, up yeah. your game. I mean, I don't even know what these are because it's in Japanese. I don't know what the name of them is. Uh, is in English. Does it say? Oh, just cheese taste? Cheese taste. Cheese taste. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, cheese taste. <laughs> Those are great. How did you even, like, figure out what you wanted to bring home? We grabbed one of everything. Yeah, one yeah. of everything. Well, and I knew already about the cheese chips because I'd had them on previous uh, mm. trips. And the last trip, I brought home like five or six of those. Nice. And Aaron had one, and he's like, oh, my God, why aren't you here? <laughs> so there's, there's video of us on our last night putting ten of those in a, in a basket. <gasps> I thought that was hypnotic, actually. <laughs> like, did you have to check a separate bag just to bring all this back? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, because Aaron brought an empty suitcase to Japan because I told him, honey, I'm shopping, yeah. and yeah. you're going to want to bring home snacks. <laughs> honey, I'm shopping. Totally. Yeah. Yes, that, yeah. that was really, that was it. Well, when we got a whole bunch of other magical things, like I have... Sarah's about to explode if we don't let her dive into Kit Kats. Oh, no, I want to see that. Where's Mahjong? The sweet, uh, the potato one, the thing. Okay. You never explained the purple latte. So, okay. So that purple latte, it's a, um, it's a Japanese sweet potato latte. Why is it purple? Because the Japanese sweet potato is purple. Oh, okay. The, the flesh is kind of brown once you cook it, but the outside is purple. Okay. So imagine if you were to take like one of Those our sweet potatoes uh-huh. and a pumpkin and mash them up. <laughs> That's the flavor. That's of it. what they have. Okay. And so what this is, this is a Kit Kat. Yeah. That is a, it's a Japanese purple sweet potato. This is the purple sweet potato. The purple potato, yeah. Which they almost always mix into sweet desserts. Even though it's a savory potato on its own, it's got a show, high, high sugar content that so they usually make it a dessert. I'm by this. And the latte actually had a piece of sweet potato to garnish it. That was the swirly thing. Yeah. The, um, no, no. No, they... no, no. That was the mascarpone whipped cream. Mm, and then yeah. those marshmallows on the bottom. Oh, my God. It was magical. There was nothing healthy about that drink. No, but it was so good. This is so I good. I like it. I like it. I don't, it I don't taste our kind of sweet Greg, potato. you have Kit Kat on your face. I'm sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is really strange. Yes. Let's see. It's being asked in the chat. Taro? Taro? Yeah. Taro. Uh, taro root. Taro root. Yeah, we didn't get any taro root Kit Kats. Okay. Taro root you can get here, though. There's a lot of that here. Is there? Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, the that other, was the other... So that was purple right, sweet potato Kit Kat. Give them this one next. And Kit okay, Kats are that thing bean. where there's so many different flavors of Kit Kats. 
Yeah, I don't know why we don't do more of those here other yeah. than people won't. I know if you go to like places like Fubon, you can start to get like the green tea Kit Kats or starting mm, to show thank up. You. Okay. Um, so this one's red bean, which is like one of red my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite flavors. You can get it a lot over here now, too. But just not the Kit Kats. Not as a Kit Kat. Let's see. That's Sh- weird. Should I do a rundown of the uh, um, rundown of the Kit Kats that I brought? Like yeah. different flavors? Okay. Mm. That's really bitter. So we've got the um, the purple sweet potato. I've got a sake flavor. I've got a Japanese squash, uh, the red bean, a strawberry cream. Um, I'll get to the melty kiss in a minute. Um, there's like three different kinds of green tea that I brought. Uh, there's a melon. There's a rum raisin, kind of a port. Uh, a white tea. Uh, there's an apple and a strawberry cheesecake and a wasabi. Wow. And then on top of that, I brought um, so two boxes of Melty Kiss. One is green tea, and the other one is strawberry. What is Melty Kiss? Melty Kiss. Um, so the intent is when you have it on, you know, you you don't chew it. Mm-hmm. You put it on your tongue and you let it melt. And the intended effect, it's supposed to feel like a snowflake melting on your tongue. Whoa! So okay. those are really lovely. And so what else do we have? Melty oh, and Aaron brought a bag of something called Death Sauce. I don't I know. I think what that's they're like crunchy. We have no idea. We just bought it and brought it. We don't know what it is. Oh, we should save that for last. We'll save whatever last. happens. So and what Kit Kat do you guys want to do next? Okay, I want to. Well, the red bean is not for me. I don't. I, I don't like that. the red bean all right. at that's, all. Yeah, that is so bitter. I'm glad I tried it. But good, more for but me. On the okay, and just to clarify this too, on the box for the red bean I'm Kit Kat, I'm choosing for you. It shows what looks like. Is a sandwich made with red beans? Yeah, Where's... red bean can be like a like a jelly paste. So they'll make it's kind of like yeah they'll put it on toast over there. Weird. Okay. Ooh. So the next you. one you guys are trying is the sake flavored. Oh my god, it smells like sake. yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like it's it's so sake good. with kind of a white chocolate uh, base. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? No. Although it wouldn't so. surprise me. They drink like fishes over there. Those who can afford I it. I like Those this who can one. Afford it. Yeah. I like this one a lot. It does. It tastes like sake. Mm. Yeah. They do I, a I bought really an extra good job with their flavors. Their version of Four Loco still exists over there. Mm-hmm. They have Four Loco? Mm-hmm. Well, no. It's called Strong One. <laughs> and they're, <laughs> they're, they're fruity malt beverages. They're 9% alcohol, and they have 25 milligrams of caffeine per can in them. Oh, Damn. Jen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> do, they, do they sell it in the... Um, like vending machines, or is it just you have to no go to the alcohol store? in the vending machines? But you got to okay. go into a store. Okay, uh, and I think you have to be eighteen to drink. Yes. Yeah, twenty okay. to vote, but you can get drunk at eighteen. <laughs> Weird. You, twenty to vote over there. Yeah, the legal mm-hmm. age for voting is uh, twenty. I think that's oh, also the you. legal age for driving. Yeah. It's right. twenty. Oh, so okay I've just handed them the wasabi <laughs> Kit Kats. I can't taste anything. It's really delicate. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So I, I think of it kind of as like a delicate flavor. There's also, and I couldn't find it this time, but I've gotten it on previous trips. They have like a red pepper, almost like a paprika. Oh wow, uh, Kit Kat. But I couldn't find I it like on this these. trip. Yeah, that's. I good. like this wasabi. Yeah, yeah, you can. I can feel those a are bit. those are starting to show up at Fubon here also. Oh, awesome. wasabi ones. Yeah, um, I, haven't, I haven't seen those, but I haven't yeah. been to Fubon in a little bit. Give them the apple next. The apple. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just realized what time it is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah, we could yeah, probably fill going. like a whole week of shows. <laughs> yeah. Here. I was thinking about that this morning. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Oh, apple? This is an apple. If you like apple flavor, you're going to love this one. This one, this, it's really like you. smell it. It's strong. Oh, so, yeah. Shinsu yeah. apple. Mm hmm. Mm. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. No, that one's one of my favorites, too. Again, the flavors are so strong. It tastes like an apple. Yeah, that really tastes like an apple. Yep. 
Do you notice Sarah's mm. hiding the chips over there too? Yeah, no, I. Figured. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I want those Cheetos again. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So uh, Greg mm. is hoarding the Cheetos, and Sarah is hoarding the uh, the beef consomme and the cheese chips. <laughs> I'm gonna let them you know fight choice. it out afterwards. You know, that, you know why you also might like that beef consomme is if you have memories of being like a college student where you're only living off ramen. Mm-hmm. Like that powder they use is kind of similar to ramen powder. Oh, that's nice. what it is. Yeah. So it's like a nostalgic yeah. <laughs> flavor. <laughs> Yeah, this apple is very strong. What's wrong with American food? Like, it makes everything of ours taste. It, it, it's fail. I mean, all of the chocolate bars taste pretty much the same mm. in America. I'm, yeah. It disappoints me. It's like maybe they'll add peanuts, maybe they'll add toffee, but it's I don't really... have this one before. I like this. The cantaloupe one? Yeah, so this one's the cantaloupe one. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. I'm a fan of the cantaloupe. And shocker, it tastes exactly like cantaloupe. Yeah, right? no, they, their flavors are really, really nice. Just handing you more candy. I know, yeah, I'm eating more so candy. much candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've just handed them the uh, mm. the uh, green tea melty kiss, and this is the one that is supposed to feel like a snowflake on your tongue. Sorry, you try it. You try it first. <laughs> you can't handle. Well, no, like, just because I don't know snowflakes. how one of us should. I don't oh, know if both. I can talk when I have it in my. I mean, you got to. Sarah, it describe it, the flavor right now. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> is it melting or mm-hmm. are you chewing it? I'm kind of chewing it. <laughs> okay. What, is, what are the flavors? Mm, it's very chocolatey. It's very smooth. It's like super smooth. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I'm going to have one. I it's just one. melting on your, <laughs> on your tongue. Mm-hmm. So when you buy this stuff, is this in every store or do you have to go to like a specialty store? Uh, it depends. So Melty Kiss is in most stores. Okay. And But, I mean, the flavors may differ place by place. There's a really magical place, um, and they've expanded. When I was in Japan three years ago, there was only, like, maybe two, and you had really mm. big to find them. But this place called Don Quixote. And <laughs> Sarah, you would love Don You would love Don Quixote. Oh, yeah. So think City Liquidators. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, like, if both sides of City Liquidators kind of merged together, mm. and but they offered a lot of food. Wow. And yeah. it's, threw in some Gen X just for the hell of it. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like, like an so amazing if you want to get, That sounds like my heaven. <laughs> yeah, like George. What George's has to do with Don Quixote? Things. I have no idea. But <laughs> right. And uh, so you can buy a whole bunch of the Kit Kats there. There's also, I'm forgetting the name of the store at the uh, airport. You can buy them there. And also at uh, some of the different 7-Elevens and Convini, like mm-hmm. Family Mart and Lawson's. So I was just kind of collecting as we yeah. went. I think Aaron was teasing me a little bit. He's like, oh, my God, you're going back for more Kit Kats. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We've got to share these flavors with our friends when we get back because they're never going to believe us when we tell them That's unreal. about That's... wasabi Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the uh, apple ones even. I mean, that apple one is insane. Yeah, now you're going to get rum raisin. Yeah, rum raisin. Rum Ooh. raisin. That's just such an odd flavor to pick. Like. Is that yeah. a good one? So funny, funny story. Um, like minutes before I'm supposed to board my flight, um, I'm picking up, you know, Last minute Kit Kats, you know, before I get on the plane. And there's this girl who looks at me. She's like, what flavor is this? I have no idea what this is. And she's looking at it. Which, you know, it looks – looking at the package, it looks like it could be either cheese or it could be like a port or a raisin yeah, a or a prune. Yeah, port. That's what I would think. Yeah. And so I told her. I'm like, oh, I've had it before. You know, it's, you know, it's a port flavor. And she's like, oh, OK. Buys a box. It – it reminds me of going to my grandma's house. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like grandma candy. Yeah, yeah. This tastes like, like bridge night. Like everything made with raisins. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll eat it, grandma. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. I like that one. I like that one a lot. That is so strange. So, so you, you, I want to hear some more about um, 
about – well, let's see. Let's take a look at your list here. Um, <laughs> I'm very – just in case I forgot things. Because I had so many no. crazy adventures while I was over there. Yeah. I might mean, as well give sounds, you guys kind of oh, yeah, the robot rundown. restaurant. It sounds amazing. Like, the how robot did you, restaurant. That's what I want to hear about. I want to hear about, about the robot restaurant. But I was going to ask really quick. Like how do you get around there? Is it mass transit really you, easily yeah, accessible? Yeah. Learn yeah. that subway system. Okay. Follow it's, the colors. Yeah. yeah. When you first look at it, it's daunting as hell. But – once you start, it's. I mean, if you've been to London, mm-hmm. it's no more confusing than the tube. Okay. So if you can, so yeah, it's all in Japanese. But again, international city, everything else on the transit system is in English, right under it. Well, and you can follow the colors, right? It's you like can follow color the lines, colors, yeah. and you follow the stops. So you're on, say, like you're on JR line. You're going from like Shibuya to Shibuya. Uh, that was the neighborhood we stayed in. That's awesome. I got really familiar with Shibuya, <laughs> uh, and then to wherever. So say our station was JR. One, so it'll be mm-hmm. JR001, and you're going wherever, and it's like JR15. Oh, so, oh, you, so you can also track it by the numbers and, and stuff, too. The thing that threw me off is that one of there's there's three companies, they're they not different, they're not it's not like New York or Portland where we have TriMed or this is a New York yeah. transit system. There is Tokyo Metro, which I think is the closest to a government owned, right? I, th- I think so, I'm not mm. positive, but there's two, and they and but still, it's like one ticket pays for everything. But there isn't like just the metro. There are two other companies that run transit there. Weird. There's uh, so Tokyo Metro. Yeah, uh, the um, JR lines, and there's a couple. I don't remember all of the ones, but it's weird. And there's actually different transit passes per district that you're in in Japan. So when I flew to Japan, I went to um, Osaka, and then I did a side trip to Kyoto. Mm-hmm. And I've got this really adorable Hello Kitty transit pass. <laughs> and you pay a $5 equivalent of $5 deposit for the card, and you can turn it back in at the end of your trip and get the $5 back. Wow. But because I was traveling from um, – I went from Osaka and Kyoto up to Tokyo because I'm in a different district. I can't turn it back in oh, for okay. the $5 deposit. But, I mean, it's a Hello Kitty transit card. I'm not going to turn that thing Mm-mm. back in. You're <laughs> going to hang on to I'm that. I'm hanging on to this. I showed Greg, this is your basic transit card, and it pays for everything. So you load it up whenever you need it. You load it like in $10 or 1,000 yen increments or up mm-hmm. to like 100, 10,000 yen or 100 US dollars, and you load it up. And just as you go through transit stops, you feed it in the first time as you're entering. It goes boop, and it tells you how much is on there. Okay. However far you travel, you use your card to get out and that's how you're charged. Oh. Wow. So the farther you travel, the more money they charge you. And if you switch lines in the sense. middle of it, so if you go, say, you start on a JR line and then you switch to a Tokyo Metro, it'll cost you a little bit more than if you'd stayed on the same company for the entire trip. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but what's really dangerous about these, A, they're super convenient and great. What's dangerous, though, is that you'll discover vending machines are everywhere in Tokyo. Fucking everywhere. <laughs> like, even in neighborhoods. So say, like, Greg... Your neighborhood, uh-huh. they would install a vending machine if they got permission from you. They would build a vending machine into one of your exterior fence walls. Weird. I don't know if you get paid for it because they're on your land, but they're yeah. everywhere. They're also hot and cold. So, so you can get a cold Coke or if you want like a hot like bottled coffee. It'll be in the hot section and you hit it and you'll get a hot latte. Whoa. You can get but hot soup out of the you can, machine. I like that yeah, idea. Actually. You can use your, be all for that. The ones that are in transit stations, you can use your transit card. You just scan it. Hit what you want, and it deducts from your card, and you're on your way. Oh, Actually, even the vending machines outside. Yeah. Also, and we'll, you can also we'll use them these. at the at the Konbini. Uh, so if you're at Seven Eleven and you just want to pay for it really easily, you just swipe your card. Yeah. So imagine that. That's cool. The big, the only, the biggest thing I can say is I'd imagine if Portland Metro had a card. Oh and yeah. And every business, every metro, every service, every taxi 
took that card. Whoa. But it only worked in like Portland. It's kind of weird. It's really, kind of a neat idea. Yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of neat. You got to yeah. keep track of shit, but it's pretty neat. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it seems like it'd be very neat. easy I wonder to spend. Why they did that instead of just going to like a Visa or something like that? I think it's easier because you're just you know it's contactless. You just you touch it. Oh, you just touch it. Yeah, you just touch, touch it. Yeah. Wow. You can yeah. also use them in arcades, <laughs> <laughs> which is really really dangerous. Um, yeah. Can you please tell me about the robot restaurant now? <laughs> oh yes, the yeah. robot restaurant. Yeah, because we're running out of time. So yeah, yeah. Oh no, but I just really want to hear about the robot restaurant. <laughs> okay, it's, it looks it's, like a, it looks amazing. I want to go sensory, there. It's sensory overload. Like you go and everything is bright. They actually drop you into kind of like this Liberace waiting list. Like everything is mirrored <laughs> and shiny. The drinks were cheaper than I expected. We drank, we drank a lot. They had premixed shots. Like you could <laughs> get sex on the beach uh, as a shot. <laughs> And you open them up, and it's like there's two parts of it. So you know, you just down it. They have Zima there. They had a Ninja beer. Does it taste exactly the same as you remember? It yes, does. It does. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is awesome. What's the Ninja beer? It's, it's not bad. It's just a lager. Okay. It's better than like. No offense to any Japanese people out there that like it. Like every beer Kieran makes is awful. Yeah, mm. I hate Kieran beer. But Ninja beer is not bad. Okay. It's a lager. There's nothing fancy about it other than it's called Ninja Beer. Yeah. Cool <laughs> and name, that's though. an awesome, it's awesome name. name. <laughs> yeah. And so after you're in the Liberace, you know, themed, you know, they have got like a piano and a singer and, you know, a guitarist, and then they take you into the restaurant itself. And we could have, you know, if we'd ordered our tickets ahead of time, we could have had dinner, but, you know, whatever. And it is loud. <laughs> and like people come in with like drums, and the costume is great, the choreography is great, and it's just loud. And there was this epic battle between – it was like a lizard, like a woman on a lizard. <laughs> and then there were robots that came in and it's just – everything is just loud and bright and shiny. And the final act of it, they actually hand out these uh, lighted wands for everyone. You, know, you just kind of wave them back and forth and you cheer on the performers. <laughs> and it's like just costumes and I can't even really describe so it. Other, riding so it's people riding robots. Yes. So. Yeah, and they tell you before the show starts, you know, put all of your phones into airplane mode, turn off Wi-Fi because some of the robots are, you know, uh, driven by Wi-Fi. Yeah, the remote controlled. They don't want your phone throwing off. Oh my the god! The choreography. Wow. Yeah. There was one part where you know there was the battle. The woman lost, and she was actually within the jaws of the robot and being oh. you know pulled back. Like, in, I don't know. It was like acrobats and I think you can, robots. I think if you want Greg can plug my phone in and I can play. Like some of the some of the stuff, if you want. Yeah, Greg, do you have the cord? Yes, I do. Yeah, it was it was just it was loud and epic and like flashing light and you overwhelming. Might, you will, yeah, it was overwhelming. And then they have. You hear me giggling in the background, though. I'm just going to warn you now. Yeah, <laughs> and at intermissions, you know, they'd bring you more beer. And oh, really? So, yeah, so they're like, okay, you know, intermission, you know, buy more beer, and they had like this robot, you know, thing that served popcorn and beer. <laughs> and <laughs> that a walks robot around like, you. Oh, weird. Okay, you yeah. ready? It might be loud, so okay. this is this is the opening. Let's see. So this is people on taiko drums dressed as giant robots. And that's all happening inside of the restaurant. Inside of yeah. the restaurant. The place is tiny. Okay, let's see. That's Let me... all happening while you're eating this entire show of people. Yeah, uh, and drinking for us anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, here's another one if you want. This is... I'm... It doesn't capture the chaoticness, chaos of it, but you I mean that like... already sounded chaotic. That last yeah. one. Oh, this was. This Is that was a cow? A... Yeah, it's a pant. It's Prando riding a robot cow, <laughs> um, <laughs> fighting an evil robot that are dressed like characters. If you were to mix gore with Mad Max, what the? F- it's a guy <laughs> riding a cow. Have to go to Japan. <laughs> 
Yeah, there needs to be like a Kickstarter or something to send, you yes. know. So there's a handful of things that like I feel that we need to take Fun Employment Radio on tour. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, need to send you guys to Japan. I yeah. also want to send you guys to, uh, um, is it Port St. Lucie in Florida? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the other one. That needs to happen. Yeah. I, I want to go to Port St. Lucie. Here's where the giant eagle comes out nobody and, ever. and yeah. fire. I think it'd be more expensive for you guys to go to Florida than it would be to go to Japan. Honestly. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And the flights would take about the same time. So yeah, that's... That's the chaos of this thing. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Craig. All right. I want to go to Japan. Well, let's put that on the list of uh, places here. Yeah. And, I mean, Tokyo's cool. I had more fun in Osaka than I did yeah. in Tokyo. Because it's kind of like the quieter, like slightly quieter version of Tokyo. And then um, I took a side trip from there to Kyoto and actually paid to do the whole um, dressing up in traditional garb. Um, oh, nice. experience so, oh, wow. so you know, fully dressed up in uh, the kimono and they did my hair and I was just kind of walking around I'm the only I'm okay there weren't very many westerners in Kyoto anyway mm-hmm. and I felt kind of like a poser in that I'm running around in a kimono <laughs> and the, <laughs> the funny little socks and the things and I did that for about two hours before I'm like I'm feeling way too self-conscious and every time I see someone giggle I'm sure they're making fun of me <laughs> and it just it got to me I'm like alright that's it I'm done <laughs> I did yeah, it I yeah. did my part yeah. I had a professional photographer follow me around for half an hour got some really pictures. gorgeous pictures oh yeah yeah. Um, oh, anyway, speaking, speaking of the socks, Greg, you would be in heaven on any flight to Japan. Yeah, everyone takes their shoes off. Yes, <laughs> that's a shoes off. So you got to relax. They know how to do it. Or you don't have to have socks on. That's a shoes off. Okay, well, over there. I do think you have to have socks on. That's my only thing. Oh, but Greg has a line feet. now. No, I've here's, always had the, the barefoot the line, but socks. Japan Airlines, they'll, they'll give you slippers for the plane. What? I got uh, slippers too. Yeah, I know. I want slippers. Well, great. this just sounds amazing. Now we have to go. There. Now we have to go. All right. Well, before we uh, – One big warning if you do this guy go, especially for Sarah, mm. uh, Tower Records still exists over there. <gasps> really? And they're fucking huge. Oh, my God. Like still selling CDs? CDs, albums. Wow. Tapes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, cassettes are having a big resurgence over there that because w- as their population ages, the elderly people want to still exercise and do their Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. But they don't like MP3 players and they CDs skip while they move. And they want something physical, and tapes don't skip. So the the tape Walkman and tapes are coming back over there. I like that outlook. Oh my gosh, because I have a tape deck that I use in my car every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to go. I want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went to the t- one of the Tower Records we went to was literally it was uh, six stories had two restaurants. If you're a big Dragon Ball Z fan, it's the 30th anniversary of Dragon Ball Z. Okay. So that Tower Records every the restaurant was Dragon Ball Z themed and. <laughs> This sounds magical. Latte. Yeah. You guys sounds... got to find a way to get a show over there and then have you guys broadcast live a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think that needs to happen. That is, <laughs> that is definitely guide, on the list. totally well in yeah. Um, I yeah. think that we probably should done. all go together. Yeah. This yeah. sounds great. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Real quick, though, before we go, I have to try the death Oh, yeah, I tried a... Death uh, sauce. So, they're wait, spicy. Then, what was that? So it's a... Oh, I think this like one's a gin and tonic what, gummy. What do you call these? Like, you know when you gin get, and tonic gummy? You know when you get I think. That, I don't know. I can't tell. It's just horrible sounding. You know when you get that Oriental Trail mix, they call it here? Yeah. Which is probably a racist name still. Probably. Those little spicy things? Yeah. That's what these are, but these are hotter versions of them. I haven't tried these yet either. The first bite doesn't do it. Oh, boy. But it gets you. There it is. Yeah. Oh, damn. Those are really fucking hot. Mm. Oh, they're, they're kind of good. They're called death sauce for a reason. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's. This is a gin and tonic gummy. Oh, yeah, it is. Greg, do you want some water? By the Uh, way, (laughs) following the spike. Yeah, you don't want to follow these two. I do. 
<laughs> Greg kind of not why spicy things scare me. That was hot. You want to try it once? Yeah, no. you would like that. Oh. I can guarantee you would not no, like no. it. Do you want, do one. Do you want no, to no. smell? Smell it. You should smell. I'll smell it, yeah. Smell my death sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That smells death very sauce. spicy. <laughs> I feel like it's inside yeah. of By me the way, now. <laughs> courage would be huge over there. Yeah. I, I really... I'm going to be talking to Stone actually very soon, so um, I think we need to make that happen. Metal is a metal, and as over the top is there's a band over there called Wolf. They do they do kind of like new metal, so uh-huh. that kind of like Lincoln Park esque. Yeah, they're they're pretty fun. They all they, they all wear wolf heads on stage. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, courage would destroy over there. He probably would. And everything's your size. I know. <laughs> oh my god! It's a Greg. land built for me. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you so much, you two. This is—it's always so much fun every time you get back from one of your trips to have you in here. And just thank to you talk for about sharing it. with yeah. us. I mean, we know that yeah, that you don't have to, and we appreciate it. <laughs> it is, but it's so much fun. Oh yeah. Oh, it's awesome. We literally had a suitcase full of like snacks, and not one of <laughs> yeah. those like weekender ones. Like Jen's big. I'm going to be on business for a month. I need all the clothes suitcase. That's the one that we filled. With. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as Did well. you abandon I mean, articles of clothing there? Like, all right. <laughs> no room for that. That, oh. that was the last trip, actually. That, yeah. that was my yeah. trip in August. Actually, I get that. We also <laughs> might have come back with Cuban rum. Ooh. Ooh. And by might, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's delicious. Um, well, send us an email, so funemploymentradio oh. at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. We really, really appreciate it. You guys are all very cool. It's it's just a lot of fun. And Now all I can think about it. I know, me too. Know. Now we have to figure this out. Um, <laughs> click on those links on the website so that way we can go to Japan. You know, some of these some of these candies can be ordered off Amazon.com, which if you go to Fun Employment Radio and oh, oh my gosh, we did find out earlier today that, is, that it's scientifically, scientifically proven to be proven. the best way to shop online mm, yes. is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click yeah. on the Amazon link. So scientists, it's said, science. Yeah, it's I mean, science. What are you going to do? Who's going to argue oh. with that? <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you, Aaron and Jen. This Thank is fantastic. You. Thank you. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Stack of popular mechanics You had all the
my favorite swing. Whoa, it's my favorite swing.